regarding, you know, the text messages that I've been receiving from the different camps of ministry leaders and the expectations that you were to follow suit because of strong beliefs. Um, it's like you can just see the schism happening. And uh, whatever else you want to add to that, but I'm literally seeing how disjointed the body is. And it's like, you know, are we striving to contend with each other or are we striving to contend against each other in times of where we are at here in America with this election that is continuing the counting of the casting of all the votes? Um, are we contending with each other or are we contending against each other? So we might be all over the place tonight. Um, it's a different position being a watchman on the wall here. Contending. Wow. To assert something as a position in an argument. So are we contending with each other? Or are we contending against each other? based upon labels. And I was in the scriptures reading about the label that Jesus walked under and what labels he didn't walk with, like the Pharisee label, the Sadducee label, um, the Roman emperor label, and how steadfast he was with walking out the will of Father in his gospels. I thought of last week, how does wisdom act? How does the spirit of wisdom act in life, in situations? So not manufacturing a conversation, but I'm a little concerned. No, I'm not a little concerned. I'm a lot concerned. Um, looking across the spiritual horizon and seeing all of the campfires and what's around all the different campfires, the belief systems, behaviors, and patterns. And if you don't align with certain campfires, they kind of want you to leave their campfire let me see where i'm at here you guys can still hear me oh yeah yeah okay 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 no, audio's good okay so i was thinking of job and how the 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 property elite who was talking and his position and his rank amongst the brothers and and, the, and and what he had to say and how we had to say regarding Father's majesty. And, um, 
a divided country, I would have to believe that the church would be more in unity than the division. But I am gathering upon what I'm hearing, and even in the text messages, that outside of the kingdom, or even on the ends of the kingdom, the doorway, there's so much uh, discord, dissension, but the closer we get into Father's glory or the realm of his his courtroom, there's peace and harmony and, and joy. Um, in the midst of all these situations unfolding. So where are we going tonight? And how are we going to go there? Um, we're getting awesome feedback. On we drop these on the YouTube page, so we have a YouTube page, the ministry. Page. Um, and on the Facebook page, uh, and the group, I should say, we're getting some feedback there too, which is really kind of cool. So, oh gosh, I think of what you said years ago, what would it be like? when family would come together in one accord. Yeah. Well, what's the unifier? Is the unifier, you know, our, our political persuasions? I'm just sitting here thinking, you, we, we have to realize that Father is bigger than any election that doesn't go your way. You know, if <laughs> I think, and you know, what you're alluding to or, or getting at, we should be able to gather regardless of political persuasion. We are, we are first and foremost, the body of Christ, not, not the, not the body of a political party. Mm -hmm. uh, whoever is listening, you're, you're welcome to your political views, whatever, you know, that's fine. But man, they cannot be the reason we separate. Right. They can't be the reason we can't talk to each other. Right. You know, they can't right. be the reason that we have bad feelings toward others. You know, um, the covenant's not diminished because the election didn't go someone's way. Jesus is not less than. Father's not less than. Mm -hmm. right. You know, Holy Spirit's not less. But he's also not greater because the election went your way. Mm-hmm. Those things don't add or to him or diminish him. They shouldn't add to or diminish me relative to the relationship. I may have thoughts and ideas about how stuff should go. Okay, fine. Everybody's welcome to think, I guess, what they want to think. But we're not really welcome to treat others any way we want. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. we don't have that prerogative. I think your bad weather just hit my house. There it is. It might knock you out. Hopefully you'll stay with us. Yep, it's here. Because now it's blowing and raining and it's getting with it out there. Mm. So, if if our if our peace is disturbed that easily, then I question whether we ever were really in peace at all. Because none of this has disturbed Father. He's not all of a sudden anxious. So I, I might I live and move and have my being in a person who's never anxious. Mm-hmm. You know, I live and move and have my being in a person who's never wringing his hands because he doesn't know what to do next. Mm-hmm. You know, and really, it's another opportunity, really, to lay those things down at his feet and say, you know what, Lord, these are my thoughts and ideas. I don't maybe like how things went, but you're still Lord, and I follow you. Right. You know, so it's an opportunity really to grow, to grow up, to mature, to crucify some flesh. You know, it's an opportunity, really, but to labor to enter his rest. That might be challenging at times, you know, but, you know, what's bigger, what's gotten bigger in our eyes the election of whosoever or the supremacy of Christ. Mm-hmm. What's bigger in our eyes? What's bigger in our heart? Yeah, I don't mean to be solemn, but I'm going to be solemn. So I mean to be solemn. So what's bigger in their eyes is what's bigger than in their ears, which is causing. Um, And certainly there's got to be a deepness of faith. There's got to be a level beyond culture. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I got a couple text messages. Uh, for those who are watching here on Facebook on my on the uh, personal page, um, a summary of that post um, with me talking about the kingdom and t- uh, contending for the kingdom. And I, it was interesting to read this post. Um, well, we don't serve the same God if you don't re- if you don't support this president i was like okay and i had to think about they haven't responded directly to that i had to think well whose god are you serving and it goes back to what you were talking about tim you know because are you serving the god who's behind an election or are you serving a God who's on the throne 
So are you serving a little God who's uh, behind the election or are you serving the God on the throne? That's crazy because one absolutely has nothing to do with the other. Yes. Like in any way, shape, or form. Yes. Like literally at all. One has nothing to do with the other. Zero. Less than zero. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I beat you. I win. Thank you. Well, it made me angry because I'm I'm thinking, and this is how the body is reacting, who's confessing Jesus, who's claiming a kingdom banner, whose church is on the south side of Rockford. But it's a a title, um, it's a a labeled church, meaning the church will serve only with conservative label individuals, conservative Christians, conservative Republicans. So if you're not in that conservatism, then you are serving a different God, which. If that conversation is being had in a public setting, because I I got I got same text messages over the weekend. I told you about it, you know, pray for, pray for um, the tallies to be changed. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. After the fact. And I had to send Jill that one and said, you know, this is, this is dabbling with witchcraft, you know, those who have been bewitched. And so now we're resorting into let's have all night prayer vigils to change the outcome of what people are, what people in a democracy have chose to vote in a free will. So it's it's coming from them. This is not just social media. This is just in reality. So I'm like, and we're serving this the, a different God because I don't acquiesce to the way you feel politically. Um. And I, have, I was just thinking, how many others are having the same conversation? And it so far removes them outside of relationship with Jesus. It's not like what you just said. It's not even funny. This, it's this not even not... funny because, because political pers- someone with a different political persuasion, you, man, I'm going to start yelling at you right now, okay? I want to, it's too early. I want to just like pull off the restraints and, and smack someone, to be honest. Mm -hmm. So whoever that is, I hope you watch this. You are wrong. You do not have the right to mistreat somebody that Jesus loves because you think their political persuasion is wrong. You are straight up wrong in that matter. And you really need to knock it off. You're not representing Christ well at all when you act like that. You ever show me in the Gospels where Jesus act like that, and then I'll admit that I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But until you can do that, I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. You can't see him doing that. We shouldn't see you doing that if you're claiming to follow him. So forgive right. me. I just, yeah. No, this, again, this is no, real. I, 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 I kind of had to get myself prepared for this because I'm coming out guns blazing. And I created, you know, I think a chapter in a post 
testifying to my position in the kingdom. I only serve in the kingdom and my instructions to which I can only talk about my instructions from father um, and the perception or what is being perceived when I give the answer from my truth, which is what he's instilled in me. And it's, it's becoming amazing. So I, I begin to wonder and think how many churches are having these conversations because your boy didn't win. Um, and I go back to the Bush's era. I go back to Carter's era. I go back to Nixon when we were just babes. And the, the, the heated verses. And I, I consider we're supposed to be not just better than that, but we're supposed to be increased in maturity. Relating to another in love. Yes. yes. Relating to another as brother and sister bonded by Holy Spirit. And then I had to sit down here and think of how Jesus was treated by Pharisees. How Jesus was treated by Sadducees. By the governmental or structure of the Sanhedrin. Right. In his time. It's that whole, it's that whole line of thought that says that if you're not a part of our group, then you're nobody. You don't count. You're not yeah. worthy. And it's okay for us to mistreat you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you're not of the, you're not of the deserving group. You're not in the right group. It's okay for us to ignore scripture and mistreat you mm-hmm. and not love you and not accept you as a brother because of what political persuasions are you serious Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. You know what gets me the most out of everybody who talks about anything political is they say that Trump is God's choice. And my question to them is okay, if that's what you believe, if you believe that he is God's choice, what is God's top commandments to us? Top two commandments, what are they? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? Out of the abundance of the heart. So this is what their heart, if they can't tell you the things that God expects us to be in the forefront, it's first to love the Lord our God with our heart and our soul and our mind. But what is the second one? Love your neighbor as yourself. So if you're too busy judging somebody because they don't believe like you do and you're saying that's god's choice are you really following god no you've made everything an idol everything you're doing as far as worldly things but i just don't i don't agree with it i don't think their focus is on the right thing i think that you know how we talked about when the world when the things in the world get bigger in the window than the things that should be in the window. Mm-hmm. Everything's just out of proportion. So out of proportion. Mm-hmm. 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 Last time I checked, he was still on the throne and he's still in control. Don't freak out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
if you ever if you ever catch father looking nervous you have a legitimate reason to be nervous yourself exactly like a legit reason to be nervous yeah exactly you don't see him nervous you know then we're never never going to though and that's one thing we can count on exactly that yeah exactly Mm -hmm. I don't know. So these, what do we call these? Every four years, every two years, every six years, right? If you're doing representatives or your senators, right, or the president, these these times cause. And it's funny because I think about this, and what does it have to do with conversations in Christ? Because I think about what happens. And we, I can only speak right now about America. I think about what Jesus did in his time with the Sanhedrin, how he acted with the Sanhedrin, how he, how he communicated with the governing authority there for Jerusalem. And he wasn't swayed or moved or, or, you know, he wasn't moved or swayed. The, the recounts tell us that he said, I can only do what my father says. Or I can only speak what I can only do. I can only do what my father speaks and, and say what he, what I hear. And there wasn't any amount of, manipulation in the natural realm or the spiritual realm after his his temptation by lucifer there was no more attempts of manipulation because he simply just shut it down and if he didn't simply shut it down sometimes he just escaped So I see, you know, maybe it's, 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 it's for me, it's, it's how grievous this has become to those who are supposed to be living in the advantage and how I see this as all this discord happening at the gate. And Jesus says, I'm the way to the father. No one can come to the father except they come through me. But the brethren is sitting there fighting at the gate. <laughs> right. Around their thought process or mindsets or paradigms. And if I was in my sin, living in the world, would I want to even consider a family or a kingdom or a gospel, knowing that at the gate, where I'm supposed to walk through, you know, you can look at a, a, a pile of smoke, uh, a fire, fighting, throwing projectiles, and you're supposed to go through that gate to get to the other side. And you're looking at it, and it's like, man. And we wonder why people turn away as they're approaching the gate. Because the yeah, gates on they need something better than a political party. In the in Father's Kingdom, there are no political parties. There's yes. only a ruling family. Yes. There's only a ruling family. 
There are no political parties or political persuasions. There's only the ruling family. Mm-hmm. The world's looking for something better than what they have. Mm-hmm. But when they see us act like them, how are they going to see something better than what they have? They look at us and they see the same thing. Look at them. They're doing the same thing we do. Why? And yet they want to say or act like they have something more than what we do. You're acting just like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. You're running afraid because your guy didn't win. You separate yourself from people who don't have the same persuasions as you do. Mm-hmm. You think it's okay to talk about them or mistreat them or separate yourself. You think somehow you got the right to not love them. Right. Jesus said they will know that Father sent me by the yeah. love that you have for one another. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Yep. We want the world yep. to believe that Father sent Jesus, but they're looking at us going, but you guys, not only do you not seem to love each other, you don't really seem to even like each other. Right. You don't even seem to want to be in the same Good point. base with one another. Right. You know, so it's right. like, why would, why, it, we already have that kind of mess in relationships. Why would we want that? How does that show anything superior to what the people in the world already have? They already have messed up relationships and pain and hurt and, and fighting and backbiting and backstabbing and, and distancing from one another. Cause well, I think like this well, and all this stuff, they're looking for something superior to that. They already have that. And they're not stupid. They know what they're looking at. Mm-hmm. And see, the it's not even funny. The sad thing is that the entire world is looking at a free nation. Collectively, not understand how to live together in the kingdom not understand how to love each other and and how to act as an elder brother to those who just want to know Jesus so they're, they're looking at a free nation um, who it appears is just as disjointed as the division of a free nation. It'll only be jointed like what you're saying if if you believe in our religious political paradigm. And if you don't believe in our religious political paradigm, then we can't receive you. So I, I I was asking myself, how many other churches are acting this way in the nation? How many individual quote unquote believers are acting this way? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. You know. And Jesus through his death, burial, and resurrection removes sin so we can be reconciled to God. But we didn't get reconciled to God only to show up before God to be questioned what our political persuasion was. And then if we don't give the right answer, he just kicks us back out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
See, the one has absolutely nothing to do with the other. Because mm-hmm. okay. he's not going to kick me out based on my political persuasion. Right. After he forgave the sin and removed the sin to reconcile to me, me to him in the first place. He's bigger than that stuff. The problem is so often we're not bigger than that stuff. We don't behave ourselves bigger than. See, I don't expect the world to do anything other than what they're doing because, frankly, it's all they got. Right. But when you look at what's supposed to be the body and they're acting the same way, I do expect difference there. You know. Right, right. I mean, I'm not shocked that the world is the world because the world is the world with people without christ it doesn't shock me i don't you know they they need to know him for sure obviously but i'm not surprised or shocked but when those who name the name of christ Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's my position when those who name the name of christ for those who carry the banner uh, psalms 20 the Mm -hmm. banner of jesus and, you know, and, and we don't have a problem holding, uplifting the banner of Christ when things are good. It's right. when things are, when it's when things are not good, when, like what you're saying, when things aren't going my way because right. whatever it is going to be, it's, that's the disheartening. And so right. if we're having this conversation, how many others are having the same conversation? Right. Is this conversation any different from the apostles in the book of Acts when they were being heavily persecuted and hiding in, in the houses right. and, and, and running and wondering if the next person knocking on the door is going to come to burn down everyone in the room, you know, when they're right. sliding each other out the window. <laughs> right, 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 right. See, I, I don't... <laughs> We know what it says. I don't know that we believe what he said. He said, love your enemy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Love your political enemy. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. That might get you shot right there. Can't do it. Love your political enemy. Yes. Can't do it. I keep seeing that word vitriol. Uh, what does that mean? The hate. Uh, hey, we can look that up. The vitriol, the hate, the 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 discord, the whatever word we want to fill in the blank. And this is what the world is seeing. And then there's so much peace around those who are inside of on this side of the doorway. Who who sit at, in, inside Father's throne room or are able to elevate in, in glory to glory and able to elevate in relationship on this side. But when we go to and fro, it's going through that. It's like, why are we doing this at, at, at a gate when we're, we are to come and go to and fro? Because um, you don't see the infighting inside the kingdom at all. Right. Right. 
Right. Mm-hmm. So this would be tough tonight. It'd so, be tough to maneuver through all this. Well, okay. So tie it back to conversations in Christ. The whole point of conversations in Christ is that it is the testimony of the reality of the walk. So what should be the reality of the walk or what can be the reality of the walk in, in a setting like this, when there's been an election and you've got a lot of emotions that are running high and you got a lot of disappointment running high and you got a lot of elation on one side of the fence running high, mm-hmm. you've got, you know, it's all over the map. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got people so separated and divided. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that reality like or what can it be like is there something better than what we're watching on the news is there a life a lifestyle a way of living a way of functioning acting behaving that's higher than that that's bigger than that that's better than that that is uh is it is it possible to prosper under a personally in God, under a president you don't like. Is it possible to prosper in God, in the walk, under a Congress you don't like? Is it possible to prosper in God, in Christ, to live and move and have your being in him when you don't like three-fourths of the people in your own country? It, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe not the best example but you know what i'm saying no it is because you can you can dial that down to is it even prosperous to function with the person in your family member that you don't like mm-hmm. can we is it can we be bigger than that is there more than that is there the power of god and the grace of god to so change us that we are so not like the world that the world goes man i don't know what's up with you people yeah. <laughs> but I want what you got. Yeah. Because yeah. you're clearly aware of what's going on, but you don't seem to be afraid. You don't seem to be agitated, frustrated, and afraid. Right. You right. Seem, you seem to have hope, and we really don't have hope. You seem to have a plan for a future, and we really can't see that anymore. And because scripture says, I know the plans that I have for you, you know. Yes as God says, and yes. uh, you seem to be, and you seem to care about one another when we know darn good and well, some of you do not have the same political persuasions, because we know you, you know, your people we know, family, people we know in our own town, is, 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 and when it, you know, I mean, the opportunity we're not even seeing the opportunity right now. And the opportunity is in the fact that there would be such a stark contrast. Right. The kingdom would stand out so profoundly. Exactly. People would be yeah. like, you know, I don't know. All I know is I want what you got because you have something that the rest of us don't. And they're so not going to do that. Go ahead. So instead of rallying, rallying around Christ, who is the doorway to Father, I'm reminded of Moses in the mountain. They're rallying around camp at the base of the mountain of God. Yeah. 
all those tribes and families, children and associates in each of their camps. And they're rallying around that versus rallying around the fact that I have something better to give. I have something better than what the world is giving. I have something tangible to express through love, through my testimony, through my witness. It would it would be easier to rally around that if the Bible's true. <laughs> and the Bible's true. Right, right, right. Right. See, as you're apparently thinking there, we're, yeah. we're contending for a relationship that Christ is himself contending for, which is why we talk this way. We're contending with him for him. We're contending for the same relationship he's after. Mm -hmm. And that is that walk of love. That is that, that surrendered submission to him. That is that rest and that peace that we can be in, in the midst of uh, turbulent times. Mm Mm-hmm which scripture says they'll be, mm-hmm. but scripture doesn't say that you also have to be turbulent inside yourself. It's external. I have the peaceful one in me. Yes. What am I more closely associated to or with? What do I recognize more? See, this stuff is really exposing for a lot of us where we really, really are. I was just going to remind you of that conversation. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Exposing everyone and everything. It's like we only have to recite the separation of the wheat and tares. Because this is what a kingdom reformation does. When Father's reforming everything... the distinctions between this wheat and that tear between a worldly p- pattern behavior and system versus one who's in the kingdom, which has the same pattern behaviors and systems. They're mm-hmm. just elevated. It's just, it's, it's so, um, you can, you can, you can see the difference. And again, it goes back to me. I wonder what they talked about. Right with the Pharisees gunning for them, wanting to strip them of what they, of what they receive from who they just walked with. Well, they lived in a time, oh my gosh. I mean, they lived in a time where by 70 AD, the temple's destroyed. They're living in a time when this whole old covenant thing is getting dismantled. Yeah. You know, the whole thing's coming apart at the seams. Yeah. And things are shaking. And you know things were shaking. It's it's messing with people. Their their sense of security is being messed with. The question is who's doing the shaking? Some would feel like the devil's doing the shaking. Like, yes. Really? Yeah. Who's doing the shaking? 
Yes. Because I'm hearing that, I've, you know, even in the text message, you know, um, it's there, there, this goes back to spiritual warfare. The resolve is always the devil. Yes. Yes. Question is, it's a legitimate question. You can disagree with me. That's fine. But the question remains, and it's a solid, honest question. Who's doing the shaking? If father's doing the shaking, then that necessitates the need to kind of maybe rethink my position here. Because if father's doing the shaking, but I'm being shaken and I'm having a hard time, what's father trying to tell me? What's he trying to do? He's trying to shake his beloved free of the things that keeps her from him, that keeps her out of her privilege, that keeps her out of the advantage, that keeps her out of the kingdom, that keeps her living in a way that is frankly beneath her, that's beneath her privilege, that's beneath the covenant. Mm -hmm. He's shaking things because some things have have more attention in our heart than they should. Yeah. Now, if the devil's doing the shaking, what on earth is father doing then? Come on. Right. You're just sitting there and watching? Right. Who's the powerful one here? Who's the one in control? Who's the one? Who, who, who? Because <laughs> you got to think this thing through. You can't just hear... You know, it, it's the devil, and then shut your brain off. Think the thing through. Answer, it's a just a, you don't have to agree with me, that's fine, but it's an honest, legitimate question. If the devil's doing the shaking, what is Jesus doing right now? What is he doing? He's just sitting back and watching? Mm-hmm. He's waiting for enough people to cry out to him, and then he'll do something? Is that is that is that the recipe? Mm-hmm. Is he indifferent? Mm-hmm. Does he not care? They asked him that question in the boat when he's sleeping, and these are grown men who know water and know fishing and know seas and know boat, and they're afraid for their life. And they're like, don't you care? Yes. You know, is he indifferent? Does he not care? Is he slow on the uptake? Is he slow to react? Is he not as powerful maybe as we thought he was? What's going on? Because you got to answer these questions. You can't just say the devil's, okay, fine. If he is, what's father doing? Because if the devil's doing the shaking, I need to know what father's doing because the Lord is the strong tower and the righteous run into it and are safe. Yes. Yeah, exactly. But if father's doing the shaking, well, that changes some things. It's going to change. That changes some things. You got to just kind of step back and go, this is all shaking right now. And I'm really scared. And father's the one shaking things. Father, what are you trying to tell me? Am I founded on some things that can be shaken and I'm not founded on you to the degree I thought? Is he doing that because he's mad at you? No. Is he doing that because he hates you? No. Is he doing that because he loves you and he wants your whole heart? Yes. Will he do whatever it takes? Yep. Yes. And if he has to shake the snot out of everything you're holding dear, you hang on. Because... Because he's going to come for the thing that keeps you from him. Jealously. Yes. And and how are how are they being shook when you are indwelled by Holy Spirit? Ah. Yeah. Why am I so rattled so easy? Right. 
Right. But I got all the correct doctrinal things to say back to you because, well, I believe this. Well, I believe that. Yeah, well, okay. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem to be helping you much. Mm-hmm. Say back to conversations yeah. that we're after the reality, not just not just the list of things that you believe. We want to know the stuff that you've entered and what is it like in the midst of turmoil to be at rest in him? How does that impact your soul? What mm-hmm. do you see differently now? What do you hear now? What do you see him doing now? How how is life different for you where are you at personally where are you where's your soul at are you you know describe Mm -hmm. the rest that you have in him in the midst of this nonsense that's going on in the world Mm -hmm. that reality because i know everybody can list the stuff they believe okay fine whatever how much of it do you possess And this is true. And when things shake like this, it really sort of you 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 can't hide. No, <laughs> you can't hide, man. No, you can't. no. If it's got you rattled, just admit you're rattled and go before God and say, "Father, I'm rattled." And and I, I and help me. I need yep. to know why, and I need to get straightened out. Whatever it takes. Right. Because we're not, the, the, the idea is to not is to put anybody down. It's, it's not about judging and putting down and saying, oh, you bad Christian. <laughs> it's just saying, hey, um, there is an advantage. Let's learn to step into it. Yeah, stuff out there. I mean, I'm not stupid. This world's losing its mind. Right. But that doesn't mean I have to. Exactly. I don't have to, don't have to join not in. everybody. Right. 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 It's not everybody. They're still a remnant living because of the indwelling of Holy Spirit. Yep. And yep, yep, yep. It is profoundly... See... And we have the third thing, Tim, because we can shake ourselves based upon what I tell person b what b, person b tells person c and that goes oh, in man. a circle and that's whipping oh, up s- smoke yeah and it's whipping up all that you know a whirlwind of of, of garbage and and father's just sitting back watching that and he's ruling over it and he's governing it right. and he's like i i never presented that to you mm-hmm mm-hmm and so I see that verse in scripture. Again, we've been talking about it for the past four weeks. Jesus is in the bottom of the boat. A natural, a natural stress is happening. And at the same time, a spiritual stress is happening. Mm-hmm. Well, I should say a natural de- distress. There, there's natural forces at play. And yeah. he's in the bottom of a boat. Yeah. At rest. Mm-hmm. And men, because of of everything, it's, it's, yeah. it, this this happens, and you can add this right to that. How does Jesus act? Because there are many of confessed Christians saying, "What would Jesus do?" Well, what would Jesus do? You know, you hear that over and over. WWJD. What would Jesus do? Right. Made a bracelet out of it. Yes, mm-hmm. 
-hmm. but can't but can't act after it <laughs> can't act after it ask um, the, so we ask the question but we don't enter into the reality of the answer mm-hmm I think our focus is wrong. Um, I th when you guys were talking, it's like I was reminded, you know, that verse that says focus on things above and. Yep. Yeah, me too. Not on the world, in the yep. world. Um, and then there's always the, you know, be in the world, but not of it. But I was reading in John, I guess the next day after our call last week. And there's a verse that stood out to me that Jesus was saying, I have many things to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. And I was thinking on that for days, like, why can't they bear it? Why can't he, 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 if he only has a short time left before everything's going to go down, why does he not tell them whatever it is he needed to tell them what's keeping them from having that revealed to them? What's, what is it? And I thought, Maybe it's, maybe it's maturity. Maybe it's just their, their mindset. They can't handle it or their, their, maybe their faith isn't strong enough. But then I think about how many things, yeah, we have the Bible, but we also know there's a lot missing, but how many things do you think there are that we still need to grow into to be where we're supposed to be? when we're running around like chickens with our heads cut off, I don't know how else to say it. It's a mindset thing too. But if we're supposed to focus on what's above, maybe I'm not saying this right. It's just that verse really made me think, what are those other things that they couldn't bear for him to tell? at that moment, what do we not know that he wants us to know first and foremost? Mm -hmm. And what's keeping mm -hmm. us even now, 2000 years later, you know, like we should really be in the advance by now, but yeah. we're not. Well, speak for yourself. I, I choose to be, you choose to be, you don't, we don't have to understand it. So I look at that verse. I have so many more things to tell you, but you can't bear them. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I break that down. Because mm -hmm. I thought about that too. To bear. In order to bear the things of Jesus, we have to let go of what we're holding on to. We have to let go of what we're holding on to. We have to let go of mindsets. We have to let go of, 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 of paradigm. Anything, anything that hinders. Yeah. Right. Because bearing is simply showing the things that Jesus taught. Yeah. So I believe him saying that to them were the weightier things in the kingdom that he wanted them to bear, to put on display. Because again, they just walked with him. There's nothing that could happen to them while they walked with him. And then he said, it's to your advantage that I go to my father 
and give to you the spirit of truth is to your advantage. To bear the things that I have deposited inside of you. But some things you can't bear because what you're holding on to. Peter struggled with that. Peter, feed my sheep. Peter, tend to my sheep. Peter, care for my sheep. <laughs> Why do you keep saying this? <laughs> because of exactly. Peter's raising that he was only to handle the things of of the of the Jewish order, you know, not combining, not entangling things with Gentiles. And this is good. I'm glad you brought that up because as we sit and talk and live this experience through Christ, what are we bearing? And how hard is it to bear it when it's going good? How harder is it to bear it when it's going bad? Because you have forces always coming against us, but how much greater are the forces when it's inside the kingdom? It's not the world. <laughs> that causes us not to bear it. It's those who are supposed to be likened to Jesus by his spirit. That causes the, the challenge or the difficulty in bearing what Holy Spirit is manifesting inside of us because we already have a greater... I love the fact that he said that. It's to your advantage. No matter what is happening is to your advantage. No matter how much persecution is to your advantage. To bear the things that Holy Spirit is manifesting through you. Not so much greater the signs, wonders, and miracles that are supposed to follow the believer. But it's to your advantage to bear his fruit. To bear how to cultivate our life in the kingdom. To bear how to love one another. Even when we don't like one another. Like and that's the problem right now. Huh? Yeah, like, like what's going on today. Yeah. And, and here it's here it's a governmental election. It's the administration and or the changing of the guard that is causing so much resistance, friction. That's what's happening here. Now multiply that to the nth degree for nations that are under uh, a leadership that's oppressing and suppressing them that will strictly kill you for going against what the leader of the of that nation is right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so there should be a coming up together it's like what i told you tim you know because we don't carry that maximum platform that we have a gazillion followers tv time tele radio time we don't have the namesake of, of, of Dr. Graham's boy, uh, Elder Franklin Graham. I don't want to. I don't want to disrespect Franklin Graham. We we don't have those platforms, and people will follow those who have those type of platforms. So where are the elders in this heated time calling for the body to sit down, shut up, be still? And do what we're supposed to do when we take communion. Examine thyself. So that I can be a better light to shine. Not towards 
you, but towards those who are in the dark. They don't want to come into this. Is the fire's at the gate? <laughs> they're, they're not taking the kingdom by force. In other words, does that make sense? Yeah. Because if we were all kumbaya and the remnant wasn't one accord, as, as is written in, in Acts chapter 2, then Father would be adding. But it, collectively, so we're talking about a free nation. We're talking about, we're talking about what is actually happening and why the, the disconnect, why the, why the body is not in one accord. Because effectively if we were to be one accord about the things of jesus we would have to let go of the mindset of our favorite party if we are connected to a party i'm just blessed enough to say i'm not connected to a party it is such a liberation mm -hmm. to be not connected to a political party in these times where everyone's waiting for a government to take care of them or a government to do what they want the government to do whether it's which is interesting because there again? is a kingdom. That's interesting because there is a kingdom at hand. Yes. <laughs> and there's provision in that kingdom. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yet, resources. And yet, where are we looking? You know? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And I know I keep saying like a broken record. I'm thinking of, I think so much about what those followers of Christ in the book of Acts, what they talked about. I think about that so much and I, I can only equate it to the conversations now. That's why I made the post earlier that conversation with Christ will never be about preaching. Will never be about presenting you a week's sermon series yeah. Right. 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 Or the prophetic hour or the healing hour. And here at Conversations in Christ, no, it's we're going to have a conversation on how to effectively grow relationship, grow a fellowship, grow in Christ through wisdom. Yeah, because you, yeah, because <laughs> I mean, it's notice, notice what we don't do. We're not just, we're not looking up all the scriptures for everyone. Mm hmm. I intentionally don't do that on purpose. Because at some point, people have to take responsibility for their own walk. Mm -hmm. If you want to know something, you dig it up yourself. Mm -hmm. If you're willing to let someone else do the digging to simply present you what they found when they dug, that treasure is secondhand for you. Which right. means... It may be legit, but you don't know the joy of finding it yourself. You don't know the impact that it has on you when you found it yourself. It'll never be in you as strong as it, as it is in the person who found it themselves. Yeah. Never. So I intentionally, I'm not, I'm not doing, giving you a handout. I'm intentionally not going to just run a list of scriptures on the screen for somebody to look at. No, you want to know something, you go find it yourself. If you're not willing to do that, if you're not willing to do that, how interested in Jesus are you actually? Mm -hmm. I'm not about to do for you what you should do for yourself. 
mm-hmm. kick your butt, try to get you to move, encourage you and say, hey, there's more out there for you. Mm-hmm. We're for you. We're not against you, although we may get a little rough at times, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. I'm not because I'm not going to rob you of the joy of your own discovery. There's a reason that every individual needs to find their own treasure. Because when you find it yourself in God, in your walk with him, you will have something that no one can ever take from you. Mm. They'll Mm. never be able to talk you out of it. They'll never be able to take it from you. And you'll have that experience of, of walking with him in that and him showing you and and the impact that it's going to have on you. And it is never quite the same when someone else is just handing you all of that after they've done the walk and they've done the digging and they've done the research and they looked up the words and on and on. Yeah, we can, well, we could, but I won't, I will never do that. Yeah. I yeah. am not a teacher and I'm not going to try and be one. I'm a witness. I'm here to bear witness to a reality. Do, do with it what you want, but if you won't do your own research, then guess what? You're really not going to grow the way you would like to. You can't. Right. And you won't. Right. Because there's this, there's this codependent culture that has been created. Yeah. Thank you. Typical church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And people have got to get out of that, out of that. It, we're like, <laughs> Have you ever, have you ever gone to that place that has uh, trail horses that you can ride? Yeah. You and you, and you realize you could sit on that horse backward and take a nap, and it's still going to get where it's supposed to go. Yep. You know. That's funny. <laughs> I mean, you could you could literally sit back because you don't you're not riding that horse. That horse is headed back to the barn where the feed is because he knows when he gets your sorry butt back to the barn, you're going to get off his back and he can go eat again. You don't have to steer him nothing. You could sit there and drop the reins on the ground, turn around backwards, take a nap, and you will end up where he's going to end up. He's on the same trail over and over and over and over and over. Yep. People end up like that. They go through the motions over and over and over, and they're not engaged. They're moving, but they're not really engaged, you know? That's what they call when they say, do not be spiritually starved all week long and then go to church on Sunday and think that they're going to fill you with. Right, right. It's not their job. It's not their place. Right. So you end up with this codependency where we we need the the leadership to do all that digging all week so I can come sit down for an hour and you can tell me all the stuff I'm supposed to know because then next week I got to go back and do my thing. I'm like, really? Right. See, then I I see Jesus saying to those people, I never knew you. And they're like, I went to church. Mm -hmm. I studied and I, you know, I attended. Sure you did, but I still don't know you. Mm -hmm. It makes me sad to think that there's so many people. I, I don't, I don't want people to be deceived in thinking that what they think is quote unquote enough is it's it is is a a false sense of security. Mm, yeah. 
Right. I mean, I'm looking at. I'm trying to get my words together, but a lot of people, you know, you, you know this. A lot of people think that when they go to church and they dot their I's and cross their T's, that that's all they need. But I don't understand forsaking a true relationship. How do you not want to know what it feels like to be close to Him? How do you not want that? How is it enough to just go sit in that seat? Right. Like you said, go back during the week and do what you always do. How is that enough? There should still be in those people's lives that feeling of a void because you know that nothing fills that void until you have the relationship. Nothing does. I don't care what you try to put in front of it. Right. Because a concept of the truth will never lead you in truth. And Holy right. Spirit is a relationship. Exactly. Because truth is a person. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So for those who are married and I was and uh, are you married to an actual person or, or are you married to the concept of a person? Right. Right. That's good. Right. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. What the person was like, what he used to do, the stories you heard, mm-hmm. the experiences, mm-hmm. the witness of that said person, mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. triumphs of that person, mm-hmm. the uh, mm-hmm. the trail the person left, mm-hmm. and you don't experience the person that's with you right then and there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was good, Tim. That, that was, was really good. good. That was good. That's the difference. That that what you just shared, that example is the difference maker. That's the game changer. Mhm. 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 That is that is the game changer. So in turbulent times, people want a word. Yep. They want a prophetic word. And what they're really hoping to get is the inside scoop. That special information that'll yep. make the difference. You know, and it is not the reality of the walk. because there is no special information or insight that you're going to get about what's going to happen with the election. That's going to make you trust Jesus more. You'll just know something and you won't even rest when you get the information. It'll just raise more questions that will make you uneasy. Why? Because you, (laughs) because you have to learn to rest when the questions are unanswered you have to be okay with that yeah you have to be okay with unanswered questions yes yes Mm -hmm. yes because until then your mind will never be at rest seeking the answers but the miscalculation the deception is and the miscalculation is that once you have the answer you'll be okay information Let's use the information. Once I have the insight information from the 
who's the most popular prophet at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we get caught up running around looking for a word from these people. And it's easy to do. It's easy to end up in that boat. But information will never put you at rest. No. No. So we're to labor to enter his rest. He ceased from his labors. This is a person who has all the information. (laughs) And he talked about rest relative to ceasing your labor. He didn't talk about rest in terms of, well, I know all the stuff, therefore I rest. Right. Right. And he like knows all the stuff. He can watch your atoms split and watch you grow in your mother's womb. One cell. Now there's two. Now there's four. Now there's whatever. And he can watch all of that. He has information. Information is not a problem for him. But he entered his rest when he ceased from his labor. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I know what I'm saying. It feels... To some maybe like back out in the ocean thing again where you know you're out floating in this vastness and you don't have a life vest and you're just treading water hoping somebody's going to come by it's it's that feeling of but if I let go of all my concerns then what we're so used to holding on to that Right. To stay, try to stay afloat. We're so. (laughs) Juggling all the balls in the air. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like that vision I had. Now I'm starting Mm -hmm. to understand it. We cannot do that. We're not meant to do that. Mm -mm. No. And that's, there was, there's a word that they used way back in the day and they used it, used it a lot apparently. And it was the word abandonment, abandon yourself to God, abandonment, abandon yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Feels dicey, Mm -hmm. but it's not. But it feels that way to flesh. Yeah. Feels that way to flesh. I don't know how I got on that. Where where were we? Where were we? No, because that's that's that that is coming from having a concept of are you in a relationship with who you're married to? Right. Or do you have a, a, a concept of who you're married to, not ever right. connecting? I'm looking at this. I'm going to just share this. It's Philippians 4, verses 11 and 12. Um, as we are seated, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. 
Again, I say rejoice. This is Paul writing a letter to the Philippians. Let your gentleness be made known to all people. The Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Verse 8, here's, here's, here's what Jill was talking about earlier. Finally, brothers, whatever things are true, whatever things are honorable, whatever things are right, whatever things yes. are pure, whatever yes. things are pleasing, whatever that. things are commendable, if there is any excellence of character... And if anything praiseworthy, praiseworthy, excuse me, think about these things. <laughs> it's like, right, 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 right. Think about these things. Yes. Because all those things are going to give you joy. And they're going to maintain peace. And they're going to keep your focus on where it should be. Yeah. And then this is verse nine. I just, this just popped it. This, this, this is like, this is, if verse eight didn't do a 3D thing, verse nine, when Paul is writing to the Philippians, and the things, plural, which you have learned and received and heard, three things right there, and seen in me, practice these things, and that the God of peace will be with you. Mm hmm. I mean, we could hand that out at the buffet table. Here, chew on that. Here, chew on this. Right. Chew on right, that. Right. Right. Actually, any one of those scriptures, if a person would take any one of them, and as we've said before, camp out there, stay, yeah. meditate there until you see it. If that's the only scripture you have for the rest of your life, you have enough to be successful. Yes. Hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You have enough to be successful if you didn't have another scripture. Yes. There's that much life. Yes. Mm -hmm. In one scripture. There's that much connection to Father in one scripture. That's that much light in one scripture. There's that much joy. There's that much peace. There's that much provision. There's that much. If you didn't have, and, and it isn't all we have, obviously. It's wisdom, right. too. It's wisdom. It's, yeah. You have enough to be successful for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. You really do. If you didn't know another thing, so the key, therefore, is not in knowing a lot of things. It's what mm -hmm. you see. Mm -hmm. A lot of people know the concept that he's, the Lord is near. But, oh, when you see it, it's like back a couple of weeks ago when you were talking about freedom. Yes. All of a sudden, this thing hits you. All of a sudden, you see something. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Man, this thing is hitting me. Oh, my God. It's freedom. Mm -hmm. Freedom. <laughs> it's different. You know? Mm -hmm. 
And that's, mm -hmm. that's not something someone else can hand you. Right. That's not right. No one can hand you that. And but, seeing that's what having a concept outside of a relationship, yep. outside of a conversation yep. in Christ yep. will not afford you to have. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> For such a time as this. I mean, that's awesome. And Jill, you you brought that up, and that's Philippians 4, 11 and 12. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's actually Philippians chapter 4, verses four through nine to, is for those of you are watching it. And like, like, like what Tim just said, camp out there, anchor there. If anything in this conversation tonight, let this be one you anchor it into with, especially here in America where there's this friction with an election. There's this friction with political persuasions and how many are in this camp or how many in that camp and, if you're in this camp that is the red camp, then we don't like the blue camp. You're now the enemy. And how on earth can the body be the enemy? Exactly. Here's, here's a, I want to throw this out there for, 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 for someone who, who may be saying, show me what to do. What, what do I do? Whenever you're reading scripture, first of all, it's a wise thing to slow down. Pay attention to what jumps out at you. Mm -hmm. And when something catches your eye, stop and stay right there until you have a real sense that you can move on because it's caught your attention for a reason. So if you're listening to us or whoever and something said that really kind of grabs you, to me, if you're wise, you will stop right there. If you have to turn this whole conversation in Christ off to maintain that moment that grabbed you, do yep. it. Yep. If you want to listen yep. to the rest, whatever, it's recorded. You can do that. But if you're wise, you really want to, these are these, are these actual real things. Something really grabs your attention and you really want to focus Everything else that's being said after that is now distracting you from the moment you just had. Turn this thing off and stay in that moment. Seek to stay in that moment as long as you can. Meditate there. Stay there. Write it down. Look up the scripture. Turn everything off. Just, I mean, it would be one of yep. the wisest things you've ever done for yourself. Because nothing else is important. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. At that moment, nothing else is. Right. And that may be the thing, but I want to hear the rest. Okay, fine. It's, it's recorded. But that one thing may be the thing that sets you up to hear something else that said a little farther in. And here's why Tim is saying that. And this is the beauty of what you just said, Tim, is so much wisdom. Is I mean, that right there. Because it's Holy Spirit who does the training. Yeah. Yeah. So don't worry about what you think. Oh, but I, I don't want to miss. Ah, get past that. 
Mm-hmm. Get past that, get past it, get past it. Mm-hmm. That's why it's recorded. You can go back and listen later. Just get past it. Do yourself a favor when something, and, and you know, you know, you've had those times. Probably anybody listening to this is somebody who's already, you know, been in the journey. You, you know, when something's grabbed your attention, stay there, focus there. You know, you've had it when you were at work and something come across your mind, you're like, ooh, you know, mm-hmm. and then because you're busy, you kind of just move on past it. And then you find later, it's kind of hard to get in touch with it again, if you can at all. I mean, do yourself a favor, literally, if listening to us, anybody talking, and something really jumps out at you and grabs you, stay there, turn this thing off. Please turn it off. Yep. It, it'll be a matter of training for you that will become very valuable, because the more you do that, the more you'll find just an ability to just remain. Yep abide this is that abide abide in me my words abiding let the word abide then abide <laughs> yes. in that word let the word yes. abide stay <clears throat> there stay there stay there please dear god <laughs> stay there you it will be one of the best things you absolutely ever do for yourself and don't ever worry about what you're quote unquote missing because the thing that you may be missing is the moment that you just had because you didn't linger. Mm-hmm. And that may be the thing you really, really just missed. Why? Because, okay, it's that moment that you could miss the his visitation. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. And this is what we've learned. So we're not telling you something that we've not walked through. Yep. Because how many times have we have we sat there and had you know hours on top of hours of conversation and it's like in three quarters of the conversation, boom, and we're like, whoa, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the light comes on, and you just get stopped in your tracks, and it's like, whoa, we gotta yeah. stay here, just stay here. Uh, what are you seeing? I don't really know yet, but don't move. You know, mm-hmm. stay right there mm-hmm. and uh any anyway that again back to actual practical the reality of the walk you will discover that that is a very wise thing to do just in the name of your own walk because yeah. it's a moment he initiated so follow the initiation well, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, so what? What's that got to do with it? You were just prompted. Stay there. Right. You know, don't worry about where it's going. Don't worry about what you're missing. Don't worry. Well, I don't understand it. Don't worry about that either. Seek to stay in the in the in the moment. Linger. Hang around. See, and you just mentioned that, Tim, because we've talked about this too. You don't have to know where you're going. It's the spirit of truth who leads all of us into all truth. Yes. So there's no need for us to know where we need to go. That's, you know, what you've been talking about for the past four months is walking out the mystery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you're able to walk out this mystery from a free position enjoy not having to know where you're walking Mm -hmm. because the holy spirit's not going to lead you into 
a burning house. He's not going to lead you into uh, an encampment of the enemy. Exactly. And it's such a paradox. It's so full of apparent contradictions. Mm-hmm. It's so full of actual contradictions. Let's be real. Yes. How, yeah. can you go, how can you go where you don't know where you're going? I don't know. We just end up going. We end up there anyway. You know, Abraham, pack up, son. Yep. You know, where are we going to go? Nah, don't worry about it. Just pack up. Yep. Well, what do I tell the wife? Uh, just pack up, son. Well, everybody's going to want to know what I'm doing, son. Just pack up. Yeah, but I mean, you don't just pack up not knowing where you're going and just leaving just like, how can you go somewhere when you don't know where somewhere is? Son, would you start packing, please? Right. Just pack up. Because because the logic says, but Tim, you can't go where you don't know where you're going, right? Right. Right. But in God... Right. He's crazy. You can do it. See, it reminds me of the story that, that you told me about when he told you to do it anyway. And you were just, remember you were arguing? I was so arguing. I was mad. <laughs> this is what that reminds me of. I was ticked. Okay, so since you brought it up, real quick, I started a business to do underground sprinkler systems. My first job was with a friend of mine. He's a, He was a school teacher of 40 years. Uh, and, uh, I did a job for him, but I didn't know how to do it. So I'm praying and asking the Lord what to do. And, and I was telling the Lord, I don't know how to do it. And I would hear the Lord say to me, we'll do it anyway. I'm like, <laughs> well, I don't know how to do it. We'll do it anyway. Yeah. But Lord, I, I, I don't know how do it anyway. And I'm starting to get mad. And I'm starting to talk loud as though God is deaf and slow as though he's slow to understand. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I did this out loud. I'm getting angry. I'm like yelling. <laughs> like God. I, re- like he, I remember like this. He's, like he's a deaf old man who's slow on the uptake. Didn't you say you're doing sign language? I was doing sign language. Yes, I was like, I don't know how to do it. Yes. Anyway, and he was completely relentless. The only thing he ever said was do it anyway. I got, I finally quit. I just like, whatever. (laughs) I had to go do it anyway. Mm -hmm. And it worked. And after that, I went, oh. See, I wanted him to bless me. He already had. Mm-hmm. He already knew what it, how it was going to turn out. He already had put in my mind, and it's <laughs> enabled the work of my hands to do it. My problem was, is I hadn't tried it, so I had no confidence in what I was thinking, and I had no confidence in the work of my hands because I hadn't done it. Mm-hmm. I had to do it anyway without some special word or without angels showing up or, you know, without goosebumps and prophetic words and, you know, and fleeces here and there. Just, it was the the only thing I got was just do it anyway. And I'm like, but you can't do stuff that you don't know how to do. Right. We'll do it anyway. But you can't do things that that's just wrong. 
<laughs> oh, I was mad. I'll be <laughs> honest. I was <laughs> But I got such a kick out of it and was so blessed and realized, you know what? You had already blessed the work of my hands and my mind, and you did not need to do anything else for me. I just needed to go do it. Right. And I discovered I did have the ability, both in the work of my hands and my mind, I already had it. You didn't have to do something for me. I already had it. So it's like, just go do it. It'll be all right. (laughs) Oh, I was so mad. I talked to God loud and slow like he he couldn't comprehend. <laughs> Is that pathetic or what? That's why I think he laughs at us. Oh, I'm sure. Because he knows what he put inside us and it's just our confidence in ourselves is not right. the right. same as, as him and right. how he sees us and all that. Right. That's funny. Right. And it was it was and it was a lot of there was a lot of just joy and it was good fellowship afterward. And I was like, you had already blessed me and you knew that. And you didn't need to tell me anything other than what you told me. And he was mercilessly relentless in saying the same thing. Just do it anyway. Mm-hmm. He didn't explain it. He let me discover it. See, I had to discover. So often we're wanting God to do something on the front end to convince us. And he's like, no, why don't you just go ahead and do it? Because I want you to discover. I'm already with you and what you need, you already have. But I want you to discover that. I want you to discover me. I want you to discover this. See, because now that's something that no one can ever take from me. Right. I mean, you, there's, you know, that was, that was absolutely a real. He strengthened you in doing that. Converse, yeah. 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 And so that started a 21 year career of doing underground sprinkler system. And more than once I did jobs that I was way over my head doing way way over my head doing as far as any prior experience or anything you know so you find yourself doing things you've never done before and you just have to do them and he's with you the whole time the whole that's the beauty of this and had you not gone through it it wouldn't add to the building and structure of your relationship right right Right. So we don't always need to know where we're going and, and because he knows the ending the ending before the beginning is it's right there. Yeah. 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 Yes. And I love him for it. And so there's so much peace around me and joy in the middle of this because I was hard pressed that this was for me, grieving. But as we're talking about it, the peace has returned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? 
I can bear witness, yes. Um, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And that's the cool part mm-hmm. with all of this, with all this uh, mm-hmm. chaos, nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, it's almost like destruction at the gate, destruction right before the wall. You know, uh, once we get through the wall, then there's, you, you've already come through the burning of the bridge. And, you know, it's funny, people wanted to destroy the bridge to get into the kingdom because, well, you can't come in our, our gate because you don't believe the way we do. So, Mm-hmm. For me, the peace that's surrounding this, mm-hmm. this is what I'm talking about. This is why mm-hmm. what you and I, how we function together, and now Jill included, how this function happens, mm-hmm. it's not premeditated. It's not mm-hmm. it's not organized. It's mm-hmm. on a daily going and coming and going and coming because we don't necessarily have to talk every day anymore. Like it was a decade ago, almost where it was the, the, the nurturing, the, the teaching and the leading, and then the, mm-hmm. the deposits coming out of this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. the maturity, the, ma- the maturity of the conversations. Mm-hmm. It's knowing what window we're talking through mm-hmm. as we come and go in, in green pastures coming and going and, and we're having this conversation mm-hmm. and it's exposing some nights, sometimes when we're on it, it, it we expose our own vulnerabilities that right. we entrust to each other. Mm-hmm. And now Jill has a role in it because she's growing in it. So she's cultivating her own field mm-hmm. as she's, mm-hmm. you know, and others yeah. are cultivating their own field. Yeah, yeah. And then, and she, and she adds the way yes. Jill would add. Yes. It's <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah. Because that's how it's supposed to be. So, that's how it's supposed to be. Yes. And I love it because she'll say things in a way that me or you won't. Mm-hmm. Just because of her own actual personal, vital relationship with the Lord. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's just our individualities. We're supposed to be different, but we're supposed to add. There's yeah. a reason we're different, but we all can put something in. Yeah. The differences are what help us grow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I used to think that, you know, people talk a certain way and you have to, you have to learn how to talk, how they talk, or you're not going to be accepted. And then I realized, well, you're never going to sound like them because you're not supposed to be like them. And maybe the way you talk is okay because you're going to reach people that, um, what's the word? They, they associate with your style, so to speak, more so than this. Right. Or, you know, the reason you're different is because you're meant to um, reach this audience or, or, or whatever. That's why everybody's different. That's how the body comes together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, 
that's what I, I what I realized. Agree, agree. Yeah. So, which means we should celebrate uniqueness. Yes. 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 Instead of conformity. Right. And compliance for acceptability. Right. Mm-hmm. Huge. You know. And we shouldn't we shouldn't have to do that. You know. I agree. So my approach is different than Michael's approach. I mean, not a, I'm not opposed, obviously, to giving scripture. I'm more interested in, in 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 spurring someone into their own digging. Yep. Because I know what that that will do more for them than I can ever do for them. Yeah. So if I can kick if I have to kick somebody's backside, but it'll get you digging. And that's what a brother does. Weep over it because I know the good you're going to get out of it. Yeah. I know the growth you're going to get out of it. And I don't need you, I don't need anybody to to acknowledge, you know, my great teaching. There is no great teaching. I just kicked you hard in the backside and said, hey, you know, there's a walk. And there's somebody who loves you. It's about time you got after it. Mm-hmm. You need to knock some of this stuff off because you're acting like a child. You need to stop acting like the world. If you're smart, you'll stop listening to all that news you're listening to that keeps you so upset. And yes. like Michael said, he read the scripture. Think on these things. Stop thinking on those other things because it's robbing you of your inheritance. It's robbing you of the food that he's putting on the table, which he's prepared before you in the presence of the enemy. You're so consumed with the enemy, you can't enjoy the table. Right. Time to knock that off. Right. right. Okay, well, if not today, what day? If not now, when? You know, I mean, do what you're going to do. I understand that. And uh, um, no, I, we have to celebrate uniqueness. Oh, my gosh. What a gift. Yeah, this is huge. What a tremendous this is huge. gift. This just shifted for me because I came with a, a burden because of the body not because of the world because of an election and the tallies of the election because of the unrest in south africa because of what's going on in on in the west of china right now or indonesia or myanmar that from our our leadership mm-hmm. and what just what what is happening in in civil, throughout all of civilization but it's under his footstool right but the switch of the peace that has presented itself and, and returned me to it. This is what, again, Tim and Jill, I get to add you to this. Because for the longest time, I've always wanted to know what those apostles talked about and what those disciples talked about. In the midst of that persecution, in the midst of beheadings, in the midst of crucifixions, right. that we don't have that right that that we don't have it because of, of a free nation and a, and a government and, and and constitution that have afforded us to do literally almost whatever we want to do within confines but, but this is what brothers and sisters are supposed to do this is second timothy this is brothers and sisters 
being brothers and sisters and, and love is sometimes unaccepted when it's hard. Mm -hmm. This is what servants are doing. And when we're serving to just, just be a better example, mm -hmm. just be a better partner, just be bet better. If, it, if you can't be better in of yourself, be better because you're indwelled by Holy Spirit. Be better because you're supposed to be bearing the gifts of Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to understand what you're bearing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In the middle of whatever you believe your persecution is or the affliction or because your guy or your girl did not win mm -hmm. the election that you participated in. Mm -hmm. Just be better. This is what brother... This is what this conversation in Christ means to me, Tim, as, as we've gone through this, this journey together. And now Jill's been added to the journey and Don has been added to the journey and um, um, Barb has been added to the journey and, and Grandma Jones been added to the journey. And right now, those who are watching here on, on Facebook are being weekly added to the journey. It's about growing. It's about like what you just said putting sometimes our foot in your backside and, and, and it, you know, you got to mature, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to be your hand mm -hmm. to feed you. Right. But we're going to serve you. Come, come, come through the door, come into the water. That's deep. And, you, and you're not going to drown in the water. Right. This is, this is that, this is that moment for me. This is the conversation in Christ. This yes, is why I love the fact I mean, regardless of what specifically they talked about, it had to be the same type of conversing. Yes. They had to deal with what's it like, guys, when you're, when you're walking with the Lord, but we just let Paul down the other side of the wall in a basket so he could take off running. Yes. How do you reconcile that with your faith? You know... I mean, we let the man down in a basket over the wall. Mm -hmm. The man's left for dead three times. Mm -hmm. What's it like walking with Christ when you have that kind of opposition? Right. What, what's it like walking with Christ when you're in jail and everybody's leaving you? Do you fall apart? Pity party? I mean, it'd be a good, be easy to have one there, <laughs> you know. After all, you are in prison and everybody just left you. Mm -hmm. I mean, because at some point you got to talk about what is this really like? Does it really make a difference? Is he really there? Uh, he was there for me in a way with my wife's passing. And he did, he showed me a phenomenal vision. And that vision put my soul to rest in that I had to let her go. Mm -hmm. And he had to let me know it was okay to let her go because we were fighting for life mm -hmm. for three years and four months. We were fighting for life until we learned, until we were convinced different. And uh, and he gave me a vision about her. And I saw her leaving. And like the whole time I'm watching this is an angel, big angel comes to get her and lift her up out of bed and they just go to go be with father. That's like the whole time I'm hearing her say, it's okay. It's okay. Mm -hmm. 
and I saw this before she actually passed because I was the one that had to make the decision to change the code on her life to do not resuscitate. Now we've switched to hospice and she's going to go. And I had to make that call by myself. And to this day, my soul's still at rest about having done that. Mm-hmm. I sense, and, and you know, and both of you know, because I've talked to both of you at times, that after that, I was I was left with the real pain of the separation of the soul. You know, it's a real thing. Death, do you part? It'll part you. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing. Mm-hmm. And anyway, the whole, but concerning her leaving and, and letting her go, I still, and my, I, my mind's still at rest in that I don't have a question that I need God to answer. There's no question that I'm asking him about her, you know, why God, why, and when God went, and why did, I don't have that. Right. He put all that to rest. And um, so these are just instances of very real things. You know, and that's what we're trying to get at in this walk. Very, very real things. And, and, and to hold out a higher, a higher uh, privilege and a higher life and a higher expectation that you don't have to be like the world and you probably need to stop listening. You know, you need to stop listening to that news. You already know that you just are refusing to do it because you're so invested. Well, divest yourself in that and get reinvested in the kingdom. You know, that's what you need to do. You know, it's not like we're, we're talking to people who don't know, because I don't believe we are. I don't Mm -hmm. think someone went, Oh, I didn't think of that. Well, maybe I should. Mm -hmm. I don't think that reaction's happening, but if it mm-hmm. is, whatever. And anyway, but yeah, just the whole idea. There's a there's a conversation to be had amongst those who are involved in a journey, and they've got real things that go on and real instances where God seems to be intervening and leading and initiating. And what is it like for that to happen? And what's it like? For to follow that out what's it like to follow out a mystery mm-hmm. what's it like to go somewhere and you don't know where somewhere is right you know what's it uh and is that a real thing well you know it is because you can see it in scripture yeah you know so you'll find god will do the same types of things with us that he's done with others yes and same types of things he's done with the lord um, and he never said we wouldn't go through things, but he always promises that regardless of what it is, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. And I'm right there. The problem for many people is, is, is that gets hard to see when the external stuff gets really bad. Yeah. You know, and we know it, but it's hard to connect sometimes. And sometimes you got to go back and reconnect and, and just turn all that. It's amazing if you turn the news off and you keep it off for a while, it begins to feel like maybe the world is, is, is not as bad off as, <laughs> right. as you felt. It's being projected. 
Yeah, because people are telling you every day it's, you know. So it's kind of interesting how it, it the impact of their verbiage diminishes a bit. It's huge. So what I what this is what I've noticed tonight. This is what I've noticed. So the result of what I'm about to say right now is what has been going in and out as we you and I have been talking. You know, you talk about the ebb and flow. On the surface is what is uh, chaotic. But now that we have gone in, because, you know, we talked this weekend, are, I think, are we going there this week? Because <laughs> we were like, I think we're going here this week. Yeah. But yeah. Father has taken us deeper than what's on the surface mm. to address the root of what's on the surface. Yeah. 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 This is just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I keep wanting to maybe at least touch on the whole prophetic thing, but I don't think so. I won't go there. It's up to you because, you know, I, I got, you know, if I were to turn this camera around, I'm in the middle of 75 verses on the, the on the prophetic, the office of the prophet right. and the prophetic. Right. Well, many are troubled by some prophetic utterances that were made concerning the president, uh, President Trump, and it's like again, there's 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 some things that we need to notice. Notice in Scripture how detailed the prophets actually are. Jesus fulfilled, what is it, two, three hundred, I forget the exact number of scriptures, detailed scriptures. They're not vague. I mean, if they're not fulfilled in detail, you'll know it. Yeah. So notice something that they're very detailed and quite often they're paragraphs long. Yes. You know, especially with the, in the Old Testament. Notice in the book of Acts and Peter and the and the sheet that came down and you know you're going to yep. go to a street called Straight. I mean, there's just details. There's details. Yep. There's like there's no way that you can miss this. But understand something. If someone says, because you need to understand distinctions, if someone says the Lord told me Trump is going to win, you may get it right, but you got a fifty-fifty shot anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. And just because just because it came out that way doesn't mean you heard from the Lord. Right. Now, if you say the Lord told me Trump is going to win these three states that are typically Democrat, they're going to flip for him. This is the margin by which he's going to win. You see how what I'm saying is when there starts to be these kind of details, pay attention. You hear somebody say, well, the Lord just told me so-and-so is going to win. Don't pay attention. Because if it's two people running, they have a 50-50 shot. Mm -hmm. right. And they may have heard nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. They most likely haven't. So it's like, first of all, don't be running around looking for some prophetic word. You really need to stop it. It's not the wisest thing to be doing. You, you can get caught up doing it. I get caught up doing it. It's like, you know what? Wait a minute. I was never raised to live that way. I seek father 
father will bring me the prophetic if that's how he wants to do it. Right. But I'm not to chase the prophetic. Right. And that's someone who's, who, and I say that as being someone who's God is used to speak prophetically, but I'm not here to chase it. So I don't, I don't know who's saying what I frankly don't care. I want to hear what my father's saying. And if father doesn't want to tell me anything about it, I'm okay with that. True. Totally. Okay. True. But just as a, a means of a heads up so that people have some sort of way to, to delineate and to, to separate out and divide and have some sort of, you know, it's like pay attention to the word itself. Pay attention to how detailed it is or how detailed it's not. Because the person who says, well, the Lord told me so-and-so is going to win and they win again. If there's only two people running, he had a 50, 50 chance. Anyway, there's no way to prove that he heard from the Lord. A lot of what's going on are predictions. They're not prophetic. Mm-hmm. They're people predicting. Mm-hmm. Out of what they're sensing, out of their emotions. Father never predicts. Right. Because he knows. Right. It's not a prediction in the real sense of the word prediction. Like when we somebody predicts who's going to win the Super Bowl, they don't know who's going to win. Well, Father doesn't predict because he knows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's no <laughs> prediction involved. If he says... So so wins. That's not a prediction. So the prophetic is not about predicting anything, right? And the prophets in the Old Testament didn't predict. They knew in detail. Names were given. Yes. Places were given. Cities yeah. were given. Kings were named. Countries were named. Armies were named it's it's i've been looking at it i can't seem to get out of the book of jeremiah here i was like oh my gosh the details the absolute details it's like there is there is no there's nothing there's nothing predictive about it no you start naming names and you start naming dates and you start naming people and he's the lord's naming people so now you got Christians in their tribes, in their camps, convening around predictions. It'd yeah. be the same if they're waging bets on football, going to Las Vegas and saying, Whoa. I'm going to put $50 on this team. Right. Join with me. Mm-hmm. Well, our team's going to win because we got the most money on this team. I got a we good feeling most- about this. Yeah. And that's a lot of what it's coming from. Yep. And, and look at this team they got purple on and look at their coach and look at this player it's the same thing and you got a good feeling about your candidate because you like them (laughs) yes oh so they must be like you if you like them be careful with that (laughs) be careful with that come on character goes a long way Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah this is what this is about. So peace is with me. <clears throat> We've gone deeper than where I thought we were going to go. If we were going to go play in the, in the superficial layer of, you know, of, of the body. But father said, we're going to go deeper. Let, let's get to the root. 
And that reminds me of Morocco taking a tree out. You know, I could have clipped the, you remember the tree sitting in front of Bishop's house? Yeah. But I had to dig with one shovel. Yeah. 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 To, to pull out the root, to pull out the bulbs. So we've had to go deeper and talk about the, to go there in order to uproot what's on the surface. Yeah. Yeah. This is beautiful. Yeah. This is beautiful. And it reminds me, I know, you know we're, we're up on time, but this reminds me of what they traded. You who, are, who find yourself at the gate, pointing fingers, making jabs, jeer, jeers, and, and creating an enemy out of your brother, what did you trade? Tim, you talk about this all the time. You've traded. Yep. Be careful what you trade. Yep, you've traded. Be careful who you trade with. Yes. See, that's what's yes. going on when, when so-and-so says, send me $1,000 and it's a trade. Careful who you're trading with. Because you may be trading into a person and what's governing their life. Man. It's going to come over yours, and you may not want yep. governing you what's governing them. Watch who you trade with, because you're trading something away to them to get something from them. It's a trade. It's trading. Yep. I didn't know that for the years and years and years. I didn't know that. Be careful who lays their hand on your head. Because the laying of the hand on the head is is signifying that you're coming under government. Mm. So when the father lays the hand on the son's head and he's pronouncing things, the son is coming under the government of the pronouncement of the blessing of the father signified by the placing of the hand on the head. Yep. Be careful who you let touch your head and pray over you. Yep. Don't run around just seeking anybody to do it because you're trying to get yourself blessed. That is an insane way to function. Why and did you they will say, open your... Go ahead. I was just say, why do they say be careful who even hugs you for that matter? Is it your shoulders? Oh, I don't know. No, it's the mantle. Yeah. It goes, goes with, the, goes with the, the governing of the hand. It's the mantle. That makes sense, yeah. So really, if you, you should only be letting someone lay hands on you that you are in a relationship with, that you know. Do not let just anybody pray over you or for you. I don't. No. I told a person once, so like, can I pray for you? And I'm like, no. And then I watched them. <laughs> and if they had and if they had copped an attitude about it, there was no way on the planet they were touching me. But I watched them to see if they got it, and they were fine with it. They were fine. And so later on, I did let them pray for me, but that's because I saw how they behaved. And they behaved maturely with it and didn't get an attitude and weren't immature. And, you know, well, I'm just here doing my prophetic business or whatever. I'm like, so what? I don't care. I have a relationship with God. I'm not going to be diminished if I don't just let you just do whatever you say you got to do. Right. God doesn't want me to be stupid. 
<clears throat> Post all things, right. prove all things, hold fast what is good. You know, and so just just saying, just be careful because many of us have had some problems in life because we weren't wise and we let people pray and say and do things and we accepted them and we yep. trade with them. So then they they those are they who begin functioning under the administration of those who have placed their hand yeah. upon them. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what that represents. You're coming yeah. under the government of. Yep. 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 This is good, man. This right here is enough to chew on for about a month. This right here. No, no, seriously. Yeah, a month. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but it's good. It's good. Yeah. I have to say this before we go. Um, and you've already passed this subject, but it keeps coming to my mind, so I know he wants me to say it. When you were talking about Cindy, Tim, when you were talking about the suffering and, and, you know, just, I know it was hard for the things that you had to go through. The reason you had to go through it is because through your suffering, what did you learn? Think of Jesus. What did he learn by his suffering? Mm -hmm. Obedience. Mm -hmm. Yes. To, to above all trust, no matter what looks like. Mm-hmm. When we don't understand why, mm-hmm. know that he always does. Mm-hmm. He's always the one holding you. Sees mm-hmm. all down the road, not part not part way down the road. Amen. Yep. Yep. Huh. <clears throat> as hard as that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is enough for you who's watching us to anchor if you if whatever island in the middle of this sea, whatever tree you've come to in the middle of this conversation, you have enough to just tie a rope around mm-hmm. and, and test all things, prove all things, hold fast to what is true, to read, to study, to meditate in. Mm-hmm. And to seek Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. This is enough. Mm-hmm. This is enough. I have so, so it's like the freedom is I've entered back into freedom in the middle of this conversation. I the joy has returned. Mm. Amen. Yeah. This is where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. Lay us set aside. This is Hebrews 12 1. I'll leave with this. Uh, Hebrews 12 1 lay aside that which it will hinder you or the sin that will ensnare you there's a responsibility for us to fulfill Philippians 4 mm-hmm. verses 8 through mm-hmm. through 9 mm-hmm. lay aside if the light is the light of Christ lay that light down if it's a diminished light, his light doesn't. And what did you say last week? 
It's like the sun doesn't sweat. <laughs> Yo, I think light, that's what you said. Yeah, light doesn't sweat. Light doesn't sweat. It doesn't bleed off, in other words. It's going to be the illumination of Father's glory. Mm-hmm. There's enough to, there's just sweat. enough. Yeah, there's enough. <laughs> let's, let's do it again next week, 7 p.m. I know we'll be talking again, but for those of you who are getting off, <laughs> you get to walk this out. This is that journey. You can send messages. We want to hear where you're at in your walk. We want to hear the testimonies, the praise reports, uh, your concerns of your walk and your walk alone, not anyone else's walk and how you want to measure yourself to someone else's walk. Don't do that. I admonish you not to do that. Right. Right. This is your walk. This is your your side of the conversation with Mm -hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And you add your you add your weight. It's been good, bro. It's been good, Jill. See you in a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I'll talk to you real soon. Good night. Good night, everybody. <laughs>